What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Viles. You are listening to Viles Movie Files. It's Wednesday. We're expecting a big snowstorm here in the DMV. Little brother, are you fully stocked up in the fridge and ready to hunker down? Oh, yes. I'm totally ready for the two inches of snow we're going to be buried with. Yeah, that's like the one joke in the DMV. They say 10 inches. We prepare for five or three. It's never as much as they say. It just missed us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, bro, I know you're not going to believe this, but we, we shot the episode, we recorded, and then all heck fell out hours after we finished our show. Just as normal. Was it, was it, was it even hours or like two seconds after we hung up? Uh, I think it was a good at least a half hour. But anyway, let's talk about it. Gina Carano uh, quietly, silently fired from her role in The Mandalorian due to her controversial retweets of or sharing of comments on Twitter. And it doesn't seem like now that Disney has any plans to recast uh, our girl Cara Dune, which would be the great travesty of all. What's your thoughts on this? I wish they would recast her. I mean, I, again, I don't know where they're coming up with this whole, we can't recast people. I mean, one, I mean, Chadwick was an unfortunate. This is an, someone's intentional moron move. Who basically is, I mean, almost been trying to get fired from that job almost since she's had it. Gina Carano, you're, this is the first break you've had in a long time. And I think it was just like, it's really stupid to to lose that opportunity basically because you can't take politics out of your work but i'm I'm thinking i'm hoping disney recast the role i mean reconsiders it and recast the role and has i mean because it's almost like you're going to take out carl weathers role a little bit by getting rid of her so not recast. Do that at all you can just hire another I mean, marshal but I, i'm i'm hoping they just like they're like you know what this person the role isn't gigantic but let's have somebody else do the role so we can continue if we want to continue those easy stories we can make it happen yeah absolutely but the, and the fallout of this is hasbro is basically confirmed that they will not be putting out any new cara dune action figures so it has sparked this flurry of people trying to cop all of the remaining cara dune figures they can find so I'm I'm wondering how much they're going for on Amazon right now. If they're if, if mean, if Amazon's even selling them. So here's the thing, right? Last time I checked, you could not actually get. There weren't any ones available. Let me check right now because this is always exciting podcast to hear people on the computer. But I did a quick Cara Dune search on the great Amazon, and nothing showed up. So they may have wiped out all the product. No, here's one. I had to go pretty far down, and it is currently unavailable. And you can get one right now through a third party on Amazon for the low, low price of $204. I mean, to think that that character is going to be immortalized in anybody's life is a great character that requires a $240 character. I mean, 
there's, I just don't think there's going to be a big Cardoon secondhand market 10 years from now. So that just seems like a waste. I don't know, man. Cardoon was a cool character on The Mandalorian. <laughs> and the thing is, Hot Toys just posted a picture of their latest figures from The Mandalorian. So they teased a Boba Fett. And last night, they also teased a Bo-Katan. And I'm kind of thinking, man, where was Cara Dune slotted in this assortment? Because you know, if they're going into season two, we probably should have had a grief cargo, but we definitely would have gotten a Cara Dune if somebody didn't insert foot into said mouth and then proceeded to tweet and type on their keyboard. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the guy who was doing the modding, like, she said, what? Oh, great. Mother <sighs> F. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw that one over the head and forget it. Yes. All right. Now, well, you remember Superman 2 from, uh, I'm sorry, Superman 3, where the guy smashes a statue of pizza when it got straightened up? Yes, of course. What are you talking about? Do I remember that? Of course. He just goes off and he asks his assistant for the broom and just proceeds to smash them to pieces. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably, you're, you're probably right. So on the DC side of things, Zack Snyder, of course, released a new trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. We got to see the Joker, and he referenced a meme that I have no idea because I'm not hip and cool enough to know all these latest fads. I don't care. But uh, social media apparently went wild. You saw it. What did you think of it? Okay. Like the trailer, uh... It very, I mean, it looks like, I mean, I like seeing that Apocalypse in there, like, Apocalypse was a thing. I'm like, why did they think that we needed not to put the potential Thanos in this movie? Why the hell did they let Josh Williams take him out? I'm just, like, and making Steppenwolf look like he is the prelude to the big bad also would have been a whole lot better idea. I thought that uh, they should have gone with a, a director who was mu- much more tonally in sync with Zack Snyder than trying to go into just the Josh Whedon route. <laughs> so the real question is how quickly will DC slash Warner Brothers make the Snyder cut the official version of Justice League so they don't have to mention Josh Whedon and credit him whatsoever in their version of the movie? Like, Josh who? This never existed. Just kidding. This is a test, a placeholder version. Here's the only version of this movie that's ever existed. I mean, again, you can't watch the theatrical cut of Dawn of Justice on HBO Max. Pretty much tells me everything I need to know about. Unless somebody actually dies miraculously like Quicksilver in in this movie. I'm thinking you just have to go with this is the movie and we're going to go from there. I did like the fact that, like I said, Jared Leto looks like an extension of uh, Keith Ledger's Joker. Uh, looks like he was—he's been in jail for a while, you know, in Arkham for a while, and now he's coming back out to lead Batman on the world of whatever he's doing. So I'm like, I'm—I'm I'm excited. Uh, you know, it—it it was really my main reason for getting HBO Max, and looks like it'd be worth it. I well, as far as HBO Max. They've got a great deal with all these movies coming out. We'll get into this a little bit later, but we're going to see the Mortal Kombat trailer. Of course, not tonight, but tomorrow. So I am very much looking forward to that because it actually looks like they're going to do it justice this time. No pun intended. 
Gunner, Chief, what do you guys think about this Snyder Cut trailer of Justice League? Does it make you more or less excited about seeing this thing next month? I am even. I still want to see it. I'm still excited about it, but it didn't add or subtract anything. It was like, okay, cool. Oh, we do get the black, uh, the black Superman um, coming back to life too. So, cool. That's what we wanted in the last one along with Dark Side and a few other things, obviously, that Jason mentioned. But, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, it looks like it's like old movie versus, you know, here's some snippets of the Justice League doing things so that we can make money. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what, I, that's what the last movie felt like. I liked the snippets. It just didn't seem like it went together. Um, Man, so my like toes it. hurt, Gunner. Uh, I don't even have toes. <laughs> Bam, I didn't even yeah. say Booyah. He didn't even say Booyah once, did he? No. Oh, no you know, watching the movie through, like, sort of recent lenses, I can mm-hmm. really see where Josh Whedon threw in his uh, take on Justice League and what exactly. is Zack Snyder's. Because if you watch those movies all together and you watch them, like, in a binge format, it's like a, a screeching halt in terms of the tone Snyder sets up and what Josh Whedon interjects in. This is very true. Chief, what's your take on it? I just uh, was looking at the trailer as we were speaking. The trailer looks damn good. <laughs> it's damn good. Uh, yeah, this is the movie we should have had, but didn't. Um, everything on it just looks like it, it, it's action everywhere you look. Um, it's going to be... <laughs> It just looks like it's going to be good, man. And hopefully this will drum up enough support so that we can get uh, another Superman movie. Um, and they'll go back into the uh, the war room and, and do Wonder Woman properly again. That would be a great thing. Here is something sort of puzzling, sort of confusing, sort of on on par for DC Warner Brothers. I don't know why I always say DC, but it's Warner Brothers. Zack Snyder said on a recent discussion that Warner Media really has no interest in moving forward with a sequel to the Snyder Cut Justice League, which will probably be the definitive version of Justice League. And we will all go, hey, remember way back when, when there was a version that Josh Whedon, you know, that sexual harasser, terrible, toxic workplace dude that everyone hates now? Yeah, right. he, he was on a Justice League movie. What, really? What was that like? Oh, it was terrible. There was a Russian family that uh, had some insect spray. It, it was terrible. Um, but apparently, Warner <laughs> Brothers has no interest in making a sequel to the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And Snyder admitted, you know, I didn't think I was going to get a chance to finish Justice League. So who knows what will happen? But what is your thing? What's your thought on this? Are we going to possibly get a sequel if there's enough interest, enough fanfare, I'm not sure how there will be based off the fact that it may be hard to qualify how much money Warner makes from the Snyder Cut on HBO Max unless it gets to theaters. I, I, again, Warner Brothers had no interest in making the Snyder Cut until the fans told them to make the Snyder Cut. I mean, Henry Cavill said make the Snyder Cut. It's like basically like Warner Brothers doesn't move on good business opportunities until the fans tell them to do it. Like, hey, would you want to have another sequel to Man of Steel? Nah. <laughs> hey, make a Man of Steel. Oh, I guess we're in the Man of Steel business now. Oh, who knew? Um, exactly. Like, so, whatever 
DC, I mean, Warner Brothers says on that, it's like, I put that with a grain of salt. Like, uh-huh, sure, right. I mean, you're smart as Fox not knowing how to make a Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds. So I, I don't care. Exactly. I'm, 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 yeah, they're going to figure it out and make the daggone cut. And if not, they're going to, if they're not a sequel, they'll continue that storyline if it's not a direct sequel. But it'll be in that universe from now on, I think. Absolutely. I think that is going to, I agree. I'm just like, they can say that now, but you know. I was going to compare it to, you know, Iron Man 1, and did we know this was all going to come out of this? You know what I mean? They're going to say fanfare, let's go. But I don't. I think that's actually an even false equivalent. I'm thinking yeah, more of lines. They were set up like, for Right, like they were set up for a sequel. This was like, let's just redo the damn thing. Um, So now they're redoing it. And then, you know, if you got – I know I've been an HBO Max, like, fanboy for a minute when I learned that all the DC video content and all the old stuff was going to go – to HBO Max, and I get all the shows that I want to see on HBO Max. Cool. So, oh, are they going to do movie too? Perfect. So now I'm looking at it, and now all of a sudden I see the Justice League, you know, um, montage, whatever thing in the background, and they had the nerve to say, you asked for it, here it is, or something to that effect. And I'm like, see, you know what we also asked for? A good Suicide Squad. You know what we also asked for? A better Wonder Woman 1984. You know what we also asked for? Freaking Flash to be the same Flash on the TV show. You know what else we asked? And then you see that they're making up for all the things that we asked for. Like Wonder Woman 80, 84, they, ugh, like they're going to have to do something with that. Um, <laughs> they have to make fun of it in the next movie or something like something like, Well, you know, in the 80s it was weird. And that's it. That's all they needed to say, something like that. Anyways, we're all gonna. We're, there's gonna be a couple sequels because they're just gonna listen to the fans, and the fans are gonna. If, if this is really good, which it looks like it might be, um, you know, <laughs> they're gonna change that tune immediately after. Like, well, I guess we're doing another Justice League. The only question I have is how they're gonna do in terms of the money. Like, I understand if it gets to theaters and it makes whatever, they'll go. Oh, okay, yeah, we should definitely do this. But if it's yeah, we don't know about theaters reopening and question mark. If it'll be a deal of they have to wait until the theaters reopen or if it's just, oh, we would love to have done that, but COVID just prevented it from happening because we weren't going to be able to make our money back on it. Chief, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, money talks. Everything else walks. So if uh, they realize that the Snyder Cut is the best, uh, which which I think they generally will or do already. Um, they're gonna have to go with them. You know what I mean? They're gonna have to go with them. They're gonna have to go with the money. A DC can't be in, uh, you know, in the clear. They've got to be somewhat in the red behind all all that's happened. Maybe if this Corona had never happened and people went to the movies for Wonder Woman and people went to you know, people were going out and seeing some of these things and paying, you know, good money. But you, 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 you had to spend probably at least three hundred million making Wonder Woman, or the, the travesty it was. Um, you, you didn't recoup that. Snyder has looks like he's going to have a, a, a the movie that should have been made. What are you going to do? You're going to tell the dude, "Don't make. We're not going to hire you to make any movies when when there's so much." Uh, you know, so much talk surrounding his cut and surrounding what he can do or bring to the to these movies. You're gonna, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to go with him. That's what the people want. 
You know what I mean? Um, and that's what and that's what your pockets are going to demand eventually. Like you you know, um, it's going to get to the point where you're going to have to do something that people are interested in seeing. And you know, uh, if this guy brings it to the DC universe, then it is what it is. You know, what's interesting is that I don't know if Warner Brothers could have mapped the release of Wonder Woman 1984 better because they had the built-in excuse of the coronavirus and we needed to put it out. I was looking because I was curious to see how much it made and how much it was bringing in. It cost $200 million and it earned $131.4 million worldwide. So that's a huge hit from its profitable super release of of the first Wonder Woman. But at least they can say, but COVID. If they had released that, if they had kept waiting and waiting and put it out in theaters, and and people who had been waiting to go to theaters went to see it, I think it would have made less money. Because people were like, are you kidding me? I I waited all this time for this crap. You think it would have made less? Okay, maybe. No. I think word, the word, word of mouth would have hit that one hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you think about like all the reviews, they would have been like, tell your friends this movie is garbage. Like right now, do not see it. We finally saw this movie. There's no embargo. It's crap. Like, And I think a lot of us, I mean, you think about how bad uh, was it? Justice League was hit by bad word of mouth. I'm sure people would be like, if you tell me that one's bad, like, because you said Wonder Woman was good, now you tell me this is crap, I believe it's crap. Like, yeah, it's they don't have the audience goodwill that a Marvel film was or does. So if somebody was like, oh, this Marvel, Eternals, it's not a good movie. People would be like, really? It's Marvel. I'll give it a shot. And they, they would pay money just to make sure that the word of mouth was wrong. Whereas people would believe negative word of mouth for a DC film, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because I didn't like anything after Man of Steel. I didn't like anything after Batman Dawn of Justice. Jay King, what do you weigh in on this deal? Are we going to get a sequel to Snyder Cut if it's successful and gets more subscribers to HBO Max, even if it doesn't get a good theater rollout? Oh, if it makes money. You know how that goes, Jeff. If it makes money, they're going to do it again. So nice they had to do it twice. As long as it makes money, they'll find a way. That's that's really all we can ask for. But apparently, Zach is going to give us a little bit more than we asked because we are going to see 100%, according to Zack Snyder, Harry Lennox, Martian Manhunter, and Mm -hmm. maybe one other superhero. So they're actually uniting the seven. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you know I've been rallying this forever. Um, but yeah, one more, one more hero. Any, any, uh, bets on who that guy could be? Lantern. Okay, what you got? Uh, I got Shazam actually. Cause he, I mean, they had the other Shazam uh, in there. You could put, uh, the wizard in there and not rattle too many feathers. Okay. Maybe that's why he's tired enough that he needs to give his power. Chief, how about you? Who would you want to see in there? Uh, Superman. No, man. Superman's already in the movie. We're talking about the Snyder Cut. He's added another. Added oh, another you're talking about he's added a character to the to the Snyder Cut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. who else is there? Are they gonna take out uh, what's the dude's name? The metal dude. 
Cyborg? No, nah, man, he's adding one more. more. He's adding another one. No, I'm saying that you take Cyborg out. Um, Mother Box is coming out really now. Or a Nighthawk? Nighthawk? Isn't that, isn't that Robin became? What's the what's the right Nightwing? Nightwing. There we go. Um, a Robin or a Nightwing? No. I mean, they got to introduce him in Batman first. Jay King, how about you? One to twins. I do want to parody Wonder Twins movie though. I, if y'all remember uh, some years back now when Adult Swim was really from starting out and starting to get popular, <laughs> they did, you remember that shit? Oh Harvey my Birdman. god! Yeah, which is yeah. on HBO Max they by the way. way. Dude, it's still on. How do you YouTube, know Wonder Woman was there? Dude, they got them old Wonder Twins cutaways where they were like the worst superhero duo ever. Like, that joint was hilarious. That has to be made into something, man. That shit was hilarious. I would love to see that them do that. Hilarious. That man, seems more like an internet meme. So apparently, who we're going to see is Green Lantern. All right. I mean, we did see that tease in that opening sequence of Justice League, so that doesn't sound that crazy. And mm-hmm. maybe we don't actually see him in action. We see the ring come to Hal Jordan, John Stewart, whoever. Specific, have they kind of said, like, is that um, last scene from the CW-verse, does that mean anything? Or kind of... No, no, what? They, they have no idea what they're doing. Okay. I'm like, you guys are doing something over there with Green Lantern? Oh, weird. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. They're they're so disconnected. It's amazing that they're still, like, they didn't just take the whole pandemic off and go, hey, maybe we should map out a plan for our our universe. (laughs) I mean, it's like, the show on a, like, hey, we're announcing an HBO Max Green Lantern show. Oh, you guys going to bring Diggle? Who? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Who's this now? Is, is, he, is he a video game character? Uh. All right. So, moving on to slightly more DC news. There is going to be a Constantine spinoff of the upcoming Justice League Dark series on HBO Max. And it is now going to star, of course, John Constantine featuring kind of more of a Hellblazer focus. But just for you guys to make sure that we are inclusive and diverse, it is going to be a, they're looking for a BIPOC actor in their late 20s. Gunner, help me out. What's the BI for? Black, indigenous, people of color, I think. I don't remember, man. There's so many things out here that like so many acronyms like people into everything. Yeah. yeah. The important thing is it's gonna be a colorful John Constantine. What do you guys think? Do you care? Will it work or why does Matt Ryan not have a job? Why does Matt Ryan not have a job? Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, call me a purist. I mean that'd be great, but we don't need and I think we've had the discussion many episodes. We don't need a new you know what I mean? A new version of the same characters. You know what I mean? Why don't you just make mm-hmm. new black characters? 
what a freaking concept of just making new black characters. <laughs> Marvel, like Marvel does. Um, just making Yo, hold, characters hold, hold that on, are... Hold on, hold on real fast. I, I, my cousin, who I appreciate so much, goes to the comic book store pretty much every week. And occasionally when we meet up in this COVID era, I get a bags and bags, like pounds of comic books, of Marvel, basically, because I review DC books, because DC's awesome. Um, and I read, like, a slew of Marvel books. And Marvel basically has a bunch of people of color taking up roles of other characters. And it's just like, yeah, Miles is Spider-Man universe. No, I'm I'm talking about Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, like. It's like they have have other people. Like they have two wasps running around now because it's like, why not? Why not? Got two Hawkeyes running. But they're not like established. Like they've they've gone and worked real hard to handle the LGBT category of their universe, but mm-hmm. in terms of making black, Asian, Latino, Muslim characters of any prominence, they haven't really done that. They've done Kamala uh, Miles Morales. And, they've done those two. And Kamala, yeah, exactly. And and yeah. That's what I mean, if you look at everything else, yeah. They're working on them, but I'm just saying they still don't have, like, if you were to go, hey, who's the big Marvel Latinx character, who would you say? Uh, Miles Morales. He's right. Afro-Latino. And he he covers two two boxes. I'm saying it's like, you know, you don't have to go. I, I wrote this on Twitter. You don't have to go, hey, like, if I were to go, who is the black woman on X-Men? You wouldn't have to be like, um, let me think about that for a second. Right. You, you wouldn't I didn't have go, to think about Miles Morales either. Yeah. You would, what do you, you think? Would, if I were to say, hey, remember the black dude on X-Men? Yeah, Bishop. Yeah, exactly. Or, hey, what about the black girl on Justice League? You would have to pause for a long time. and then Right. Go, oh, yeah. Uh, the B-Kid. Right. It's, it's, or the bee chick. Like, exactly. There's only two. There's only two, uh, right? Yeah, what about that, that Teen Titans one? Uh, hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They need to work yeah. on that just overall. And Sorry, I missed I'm with you earlier. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm with you're you right. that making a POC Constantine doesn't fix the real issue of not having more characters instead of just, hey, this is a new one. And I hate this idea in the sense that they already have a really great Constantine in live action that they should just use instead of, let's switch it all up again and make it confusing for people who are like, why does DC not have this stuff set up in a cohesive universe? Chief, help me out, please. I like I liked, uh, Matt Ryan. That's Constantine. Um, and, and, and speaking to that effect, man, I think sometimes... I understand that we're trying to include everybody nowadays in uh, these movies and and try to represent all cultures and and colors and and backgrounds. But I mean, I didn't like I I watched Constantine. That was my show. I I didn't have a problem with the actor who was Constantine. I didn't, you know, I I didn't sit there watching saying, you know, 
they need more black people in it. Matter of fact, there was a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, or this guy would be better black. Um, matter of fact, they had my man from um, Oz, Oz in it. Uh, the, uh, yeah. yeah, so he was in the show with them. Yeah. So I like I, yeah. What was his name? Harold Perrineau. Yeah, yeah. So, and I liked his role. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he uh, one of my favorite episodes with the Fallen Angel. He was yeah. in. That was right. That episode was the shit. And um, so, uh, you know, I just think sometimes I think some they go too far in order to please the masses and take out people who are already perfect for the role. Um, you know, that Constantine was fine with me. Uh, Keanu Reeves' Constantine was fine with me. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a problem with, like, like, I want to see, and not just black people, but different races, period, in movies. Like, I I think that movies should represent the world as it is, rather than just a, a all Caucasian world, or however you say it. But, not everything needs to be like not everything needs to be oh okay well we're going to change everybody black because then that's just right just having everybody white mm-hmm. um, um there's there's you know there's great black supporting actors who make a show really good i mean if we had a show we could do a show on uh supporting actors who made the movie better even though the you know the main actor was there i'm sure so <laughs> yeah um, that sounds like a good show actually so you know it, it just was just one of those things where uh yeah i like constantine i like Matt ron i didn't think we needed a person of color to, i didn't think we needed a person i think you just needed to hire the old guys back and, and give them back their jobs i mean i think you cut constantine already uh too soon because it was a damn good show um and just let let you know let the guy it was things just like when we wanted Flash. We didn't want the Flash we got. We thought the Flash that played Flash should have been Flash. Right. You know what I mean? Like we weren't saying, "Oh, this should have been a person of color. Flash should be black now." No, that's it's okay that he's not black. It's just give the guys who already are playing these characters some chances. So I, you know, that's how I feel about it. I mean, you know, yeah, Javon, I, I want to ask you this. Um, Fading in a little bit to bring in something else. CW was working on a Wonder Girl live action series. And I was very excited about this because it was going to star the Brazilian Wonder Woman that we were introduced to in Future State. Her name is Yara Flor. The two issues that she was in for her standalone were great. Like two of the best in Future State. Uh, Clearly, Yara Flor was not white, black and we're Asian but I'm curious from your perspective you're a father you don't have white girls you don't have black girls uh or you don't don't have yeah right so for you is it is that diversity important or is it just kind of like ah whatever as long as it's not token diversity you know what I mean as long as you're not just putting them there to say you did it I, I hate that when you see, okay, ethnic representation, but not really, because you don't really have a role in this show. You're just here to fill a quota. 
mm-hmm. if they have a predominant role where they're, they're actually having lines and an impact and, and, and a story arc here, then great. I don't want you to just say you added people or uh, added some kind of disrepresentation just to say you've done it and that's it. That's the end of the story. Right. So as long as they serve a purpose in it, that's, that's, that's wonderful. That's fine, and that's how it should be. Good deal. Okay. So my wife and I, we watched This Is Us, and This Is Us gets very interesting sometimes with uh, their storylines. Gunner, have you watched this last episode? I have not watched the last episode. Sorry. All right. I'm not spoiling too much about this episode for you. You guys are familiar what month we're in now. It's February, yes? Yes. Yes. Now, according to Vince McMahon, this is the month we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks. Pretty much. Right. In some states, yes. (laughs) But it it kind of blows my mind that did you know there were other black people that did things that we could recognize during Black History Month? No. Yeah, crazy. Seriously? Yeah. So, so this this week's episode of This Is Us actually focused on someone who's not black who created something, which I thought was like, uh, okay, you guys are kind of missing the point. Sorry? Yeah. I'm it, very it, confused. When you watch it, please let me know what you think about it, because I, I had all kinds of thoughts. Like, um, yeah, you guys are missing it. Now, I know Instead you guys... George Washington Carver, they just did George Washington? I mean... I mean, it is President's Day, I guess. I don't know. No, dude, it wasn't even a president. When you watch it, let me know. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious. And, Lord. and yeah. Jason and I, so we go from there. We talk about diversity in comic book shows. And, and this is us. Jadell, a show that Jason and I have been watching very strongly this year, The Bachelor. And The Bachelor has taken on so much controversy in these last, few weeks. Bro Shot, can you explain it for the for the rest of the fellas who have no idea what's going on? Okay. So I, I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but this season features the first black bachelor. Um it is um had a very diverse cast. Uh, I'm not I don't know where everybody is, so I'm not gonna spoil what happened. Uh, I'm last caught week. up. I'm caught up. Okay, so last week and I will never watch it, so go. Yeah, you feel free. Yeah, yeah okay. So last week he got rid of um, the deaf girl, probably made it. Uh, was, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if she was the next ca- contestant. Let's try hearing, hearing impaired. Because I think oh, there's. Oh, I'm sorry. I did, I, I did not. Uh, okay. I was a miss, that was a miss on me. Okay, yeah. my bad. All right. So, I mean, I thought she, I think she's probably like, they're probably. Considering her for a batch, I mean the next bachelorette or something. Um, she had, she has a cool, cool story. Um, but in like the top five, I think we're in or top four or five now. Yeah, final four. One of the contestants, um, I guess went to a antebellum ball in 2018. Uh, you know, probably with all of the trappings of the South. Uh, I didn't see the picture online, but it may have. Did you see it, Jeff? I haven't, but yeah, it was. I think it was one of those college deals where, hey, let's dress up like we're at a, at a Southern ball. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, and I don't know if she. I don't know if she like went to school in the South, but 
you know, it, all trappings of, you know, early, oh, oh, gone with the wind were there. Um, say I say I say with that. <laughs> with that, <laughs> uh, the show, because she's one of the top four content, uh, contestants to, uh, to find love on the show, <laughs> the host... <laughs> To be featured on a TV show for eight weeks. And maybe find yeah. love. Maybe find love for to find your those, you know, three more seasons of reality TV show. Who knows? Never. <laughs> Let's not be simple. But the host, yeah, the, the guy, uh, Chris Harrison, who's been a host of The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, uh, Bachelorette, uh, for 20 plus seasons. This is the 25th season of Bachelor. I don't know if he was trying to be overly protective of this person, uh, of the girl, because she was one of the top four contestants. But he talked to the the sec the first uh, the first black bachelorette on on her show on Extra, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, this is no big deal, you know." 2018, plenty of people went to this, and she corrected, "Like, are you insane?" Like, have you lost your full mind? You, it's it's not even like you could say, oh, it was 1980 and you did it. It's like, that was three years ago. How do you do that? And now you're on the show trying to marry the first black bachelor. Like, are you insane? So he, he kind of like, oh, you know, it's just woke culture, you know, and, you know, it's everybody's just making too big a deal. Uh, within two days, I'm going to be taking some time. Chris Harrison said, I'm going to be taking some time away from the show because uh, ABC dra- rightfully dragged me in here and said, you need to sit all the way down. Um, and and, the girl, and I, to the girl's credit, she's like, yeah, I looked at it. Y'all rightfully called me out on it. It was racist. I need to learn better. I need to be better. Like, I got no excuse. That was just racist. And But there's more. She's from West Virginia. So I'm saying this for some context. Apparently on her Instagram, she likes some pictures that has a Confederate flag in there. I'm not sure. I haven't seen these pictures that the Confederate flag is, hey, we're the runners up to the Civil War, pride. Or if it was one of her friends who had one hanging in the background because, hey, I, I'm, I remember back in the day when my great-great-great-granddaddy told me that time he surrendered when they lost the fight. Um, yes. So, there's also that. And Chris Harrison was like, yeah, Rachel, was, is that a bad look in 2021? To see that picture in 2018? She's like, no, Chris, that's a bad look in 2018. What would I have been at this party in 2018, what would I have represented? And he was like, oh, right. Yeah, it it was, it, it, I think he, I don't know if he was having some uh, drinks with, what's the name of the bartender before he had to interview, but it was not. <laughs> I 100% think it was because they wanted her to be the next bachelorette. So he was trying to prop her up and protect her, be a shield, so she didn't have to deal with that and could be their shiny new toy for another season of the bachelorette yeah in in this era you can't if you there you're not sparkling clean because you know now i've actually watched a couple of these seasons i watched colton season and i'm like how many of these girls were bachelorettes um like taisha you know 
there's like at least three of them, and, ha- and you know haven't made an appearance too. So it was like, uh, it's like Tolkien, Tolkien season will never die. But I don't. I mean, this now is like you're not gonna be able to let that fly. It's like just go with kind of fine Piper or one of the other top ten because that. Yeah, <laughs> like you're you're not gonna let that fly now. It's just that, that ship sailed. Move on. If she's not the winner. You're gonna to have to do an interview show and like so we saw your apology on Instagram. Would you like to say something now to kind of clear the air? And I mean to her credit, she's like, Yeah, I was wrong, but that her being the bachelorette is probably not gonna happen now. Yeah, she also had a high school classmate say that that she bullied her because she was dating a black guy. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Fellas, uh, I brought all that up because I know you will never watch The Bachelor. Is there any possible way that these shows could make it so you watch it? Because a problem that I'm having watching Matt James, the first black bachelor, he is a whack dude. And he has no swag. He's like the corniest cornball. He wears these turtlenecks like every episode. He wears the skinny jeans and he's just lame. He is the dude who has been washed. He's been put through the wash a few times. And every, all the all the season ends out. Okay. Jeff, like, well, that's how they like honestly, it. That's how they like it. I mean, the first Black Bachelor and the show's been on since Survivor, right? Or soon after. Right. You know what I mean? Much. It was one of the first few. Yeah. When the, the Bathroom was one of the first few reality shows that we ever got. That was one of ABC's yeah. first joints, right? So When they go to the archive footage, it looks really old when they show, like, the first few seasons. Like, gosh, how old was this? Right. We were, like, in college. All right. So, ABC you know, think about that. Right. So, you know, fuzzy as hell. So, right. you know, and then the first one is in 2020. How long have you been on? Almost, almost 20 years. 2021. Yeah, yeah, almost 20 years. So think about that. So what do you expect the first black bachelor going to be on this stupid ass ABC racist ass show? I mean, come on, man. Like they going to have like I'm surprised. You know that dude, that that cheesing ass dude from where is he in Michigan? Trying to stop Black History Month on this that's the platform. You know what I mean? I'm surprised they ain't got that. I mean, that's, that's the kind of Bama we got right here, right? Is he showing his? I don't watch the show, so is he showing his pearly whites a lot? Is he uh, guys a lot? I mean, he's just corny. He's he's super super corny. And so like, I don't know to do, man. We might be two degrees three... of separation, but no, dude, he he's just a he is that dude in school that would have no friends that you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be surprised that his his best friends didn't look like him. Okay, I mean, I, I, listen, yeah. listen to this. Like, listen, I actually now watching a season. It's like this guy also is not just that he's corny. It's like his. It's like you hear him talking to girls. It's like, dude, do you know how to actually have a conversation? It's like I agree. You know, he just like it's like two seconds. Then I make out. It's like you know what? Camera's <laughs> over. Like you're gonna have to hold a conversation, and they're gonna be like. I don't live on everything you say, man. Like, what do you have to say about yourself? And it's just like, wow. I mean, it's like, it's just like, dude, he's not. And, and the problem, and another thing is like, they were saying like, because he's the first black, black bachelor, you know, the ratings are down, you know, word of mouth. I'm like, if I, again, I just watched Colton season, like, 
Colton's actually got trauma in his season. You know, he's entertaining. Matt is, I'm going to brood, pause every time I do a rose ceremony before I remember. He's terrible. It's like, oh, man. Dude, it's like, if you're wanting to do a drinking game to his strength, you're not making it an episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, hey, how many times is he going to have nothing to say and then make out with a girl? Awkward pause. Shot. First half hour. I don't understand. Didn't, wasn't there some cool brothers when the um, black chick was on there? Yo, Gunner, Gunner. So why didn't dude. they use, because a few times cool. I watched that, you know, because, yeah. you know, Allison was watching it, so I had to watch it. And then I was like, okay, there's some brothers on here. As soon as the last brother was on there, I'm like, I ain't watching this no more. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as he Riley needs to be the next They, look, they love to ill-represent us in everything. For real. They're not going to show cool you brothers a on that. smooth, sophisticated, suave brother on there that can talk some white girl out of her drawers because they don't want to show that. They don't, they don't want to see that. They don't want to show the oh, truth. There was a dude. His name was Mike. He was on Hannity. <clears throat> the Joker was cool. And when they did like the, the men tell all deal and he got to mm-hmm. talk to Chris Harrison and all the ladies in the audience, you can literally hear the perspiration in the audience every time he talked and the lady started screaming. I was like, why else y'all just make He was probably one of them dudes who threw one of them girls' panties against the wall, they'd have stuck. See, here's the thing. <laughs> they don't want that guy. Yo, they don't want that want black that. man on there. Not on national TV, on ABC. <laughs> Come on, man. They would have had letters, all kinds of Proud Boys would have just stormed the island. Or Hey, because yeah, these guys would have stopped their girlfriends and wives from watching The Bachelor after that. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, our women's that we can't get. No way. <laughs> I will say this about Matt. He is a corny dude. They've had corny bachelors before. It's just he's such a whack dude to be the first black bachelor. He's He is yeah, the absolutely safest dude they could have picked. He is biracial. His mom is white. So it's like, listen, it's okay. So we got the acceptable. Oh, we got the acceptable dude. Oh, right. He's, he's kind of like that. This is the paper bag test. Yeah, this is like the age. Well, he, like he's 80, not. No, 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 he's no, not no, fair You wouldn't think, no. oh, is he? No, you definitely oh, okay. see this dude. is like, he's black. But it's oh, definitely okay. one of those cases of like, man, you know, I just wish they could have, like you said, Riley. Riley's a dude that should have, because he was cool. He had, like, actual yeah, I think that was good dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, like, I mean, it's, and it's like, and it doesn't help this, like, Matt. It's like, unfortunately, it's like his father wasn't around. It's like, exactly. oh, it's like, oh, come on. Man, like, God. We got to hit a stereotype so the whiteies can watch it more. Oh, my God. Right. I mean, it was, oh. it was, it's just like, guys, I mean, it's like, yeah, the dude, he looks like he works out and all that, but it's like, come on, guys. If you guys want to have actual better ratings and people watching the show, because I know for years, I'm like, I would never watch the show. It's like, there's never been a back, black bachelor, so I, there's nobody I can support, you know, and probably every five times it's going to be like, in the first, after five episodes, all the black people are gone, so I'm not, I, it's yeah. nothing I'm interested in watching, yeah, but it's like, never watch that show. The first black bachelor, it's like, Hey, we are trying to make this guy safe and he's Great. not offensive at all. It's just yeah. like he's not. It's like he's not offensive because he, it's like if you he's a guy you sit at the bar, you talk to for a couple minutes, and it's like, all right, man, I'm gonna go ahead and get a drink. <laughs> 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 you know, 
<laughs> he's flavorless. Dang, I didn't even know until right now that this was the first one. I heard it was coming, but I didn't know. You know, we, they always say that, like, right? You know what I mean? They're like, well, when are we going to have it? When are we going to have it? When are we going to well, have it? Well, they've now had two black bachelorettes. The first one, Rachel. Yeah, two black bachelorettes. had yeah. two black parents. They were very successful. Her dad was yeah. a doctor, I think. Her mom was a lawyer. She was a yeah, lawyer. No, 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 so black women totally like, against the grain like of what you'd expect. And, yeah, they ain't gonna um, put Black China up there. No, no, <laughs> right. they weren't. They weren't. But she was. She was. I don't understand. Like Unless this. you know Vanessa Blue. As a Vanessa black Blue. person, <laughs> as a black person, I didn't feel like she represented us poorly on TV. She didn't act Word. rashly. She was totally like, yes, thank you for not making a spectacle of yourself because you're on TV. The only thing was she didn't pick a black dude at the end. It was like, come on, man. Well, that's the thing, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like, you know, I mean, I, I knew that was gonna happen. I was like, I was hoping. I was like, oh, the last three? Okay, I'll watch now. Oh, dang. Yeah, because oh. Eric was cool too. I was like, y'all should have made Eric yeah. a bachelor. He was cool. They've had I don't know, cool any other brothers people. on that one. Yeah, that's what I was like any yeah. other brothers on that one should have been the first one right after. But yeah. you know, yeah. they don't. They don't want to see. You know, they love seeing it the other way around because you know right. slavery, mm-hmm. but. Um, the uh, this way, nah, they don't like this. They need us subdued, man. ABC on that on that other stuff, man. But I think right now ABC is about to feel the fire because Rachel's like, I am so tired of this franchise. I'm so effing done. I have tried to keep the refrain. I told them we need more black producers. I was going to quit if they didn't have a black bachelor. They got a black mm-hmm. bachelor but they're still not doing enough. They're still showing the white girls on TV more than the black girls mm-hmm. as if they're more interesting. And, you know, it, they need to do more. And I'm once my contract's up, I'm out. Hey, Chris Harrison, Shonda rolled out too. Hey, yeah, she like, did. Uh, Chris Harrison is gone from the after the final rose. He's not showing up. He's like, I'm going to step back. I would yeah. assume that ABC is going to throw all the money they can, and it's a lot. At Rachel to do that after the final rose, but I'm curious now with this controversy surrounding the shroud of racism and darkness over the Bachelor, if we're going to see another black bachelorette and bachelor, would you guys watch this? No, no, and they will never do it. (laughs) Yeah, because number one. They're never going to show us anyway. They're going to show the sanitized version of what they want to show, the very sanitized version of the version of a black man or woman that they want to show and promote. And I'm Rachel wasn't that... like a fantasy, though. Rachel was. Huh? Rachel wasn't a fantasy. She was. She was a professional. She didn't fit the box of stereotypes that you would see. Yeah, but did she choose a white guy? She chose a Latino dude, so she didn't choose a white guy. Oh, that's all right. All right, that's yeah. all right. Yeah, that. <laughs> was he was he legit like a Latino guy, or was he a white guy with a Latino? Oh yeah, name? was he like? No, nah, he Trump. was he was legit. He was, you know, speaking okay. Spanish. Okay. He was from Miami. The whole whole. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's real. That's he real. was a cool that's dude. Real. I was just like, yo, come on, pick a black dude because I, I like black guy Eric on that. I mean, they are cousins. I, I'll leave it at that. You know. <laughs> So she was cool. The second bachelorette that they chose, she was cool. I would advise you to check, take a look at her season. Um, you said the first one or the second one? The second one, Tasha. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, an, it's the last season of Bachelorette. 
Okay. I mean, I, you know, I don't watch these joints, man. So, I mean, yeah. as long as you got a sister, man. She was a normal sister. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with her at all. So why Rachel kind of has issues. That's just normal. Huh? Why can't they just get a brother that's normal, like Naked Beach, Naked Dating? Remember that Naked Dating show? They had normal black dudes on there. It was just not a normal situation. You know what I mean? Right. All well, these other what, reality well, shows. That, that's because it was VH1. This is network yeah. TV. They are not <laughs> trying to... <laughs> this is a normal. Like, hey, I'm a management consulting yeah, from Atlanta. I'm just a normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. They do not yeah. want to show us like that, dude. Okay. For okay, whatever reason. All right. True. Okay, guys. Like, because like each one of the like the bachelor usually has this like very nice job. You know, like you actually have like it's like kind of like if a woman could make her like the the guy I was just talking about like he was a former football player like. Um, they need, like, you have to have, like, a decent job, like, or at least, you know, a decent job before you take two months off from it. <laughs> um, they they kind of like, hey, you have to look like an attractive in-game uh, for, for for the bachelorettes. Yeah. So, if they, it's like, that, that's what I saw. I'm like, Riley, I mean, Ripley, I mean, Riley was like Riley. Uh, a, a New York attorney. I'm like, uh, guys, if you don't have him in the next three, you guys are just Foolish! You guys are throwing money away. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 just like if you want to have it, like hey we we I mean it's like that's the kind of thing they probably need to do. It's like hey like Rachel we he's in our he's in our running like he's in the next three if he's not married to somebody else and they didn't scoop him up off this show like he came up perfect in that show. Uh, so did he, Ivan. Oh yeah, Ivan. I mean Ivan too. I mean I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't like how that ending went at all. Yeah, it, it was trash. But like, Javon, they, they, these last few seasons, the black dudes who, because typically, like Gunner said, they show up and they're gone within four weeks, so the bachelorette <laughs> doesn't look racist. So, right. normally it was like, hey, you know, come on, what are you doing here? Um, gone in the first week. Now it's like, all right, well, let me not look like I'm racist. I'll have them on four weeks, maybe five, just to be generous. The dudes that they had on Tasha's season, the last one, and uh, Claire, who kind of started the season before she left the season early to get with the black dude. Claire is still like the bachelorette hero because she chose the black dude and was like, I don't need to do the show. I found a black dude I want to be with. I'm good. So she quit and went rolled out with the black dude. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, she was like, "I'm. what am I even doing here? She met him That's on the first cool. night and said, um, I think I met my husband. I don't need to do this thing. And she was basically for three weeks checked out. And they were like, all right, we got to replace her with somebody else. So they had other black dudes on the show. Yeah. And then they, um, yeah, so he was a shady dude, but that's, he's a football oh. player. So it was like, eh, um, he's a pretty boy. And it was just like, yeah, you're going too far and too fast for this dude. But they've had black dudes on there. It's like, yeah. These guys are totally fine. They represent us well. I, I'm not embarrassed to see them on TV. Matt is, yeah, and Matt is just, he is probably ABC dipping their toes, seeing what the reception is going to be. And apparently the last few episodes, the they started equating for the, hey, this is the ratings after three days where people start watching from their DVRs. They've seen the ratings go on the rise a bit. So it's it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, 
he's not going to rape and pillage our women. And honestly, he's right. gotten rid of most of the white women at this point. There is a 50% chance that whoever he chooses is going to be a black woman. There's only one white girl left. And um, I don't remember what Serena's ethnicity is, but you know, there's a 75% chance he's going to pick a minority. So not oh, that. Cool. Yeah. That was a long conversation that I did not expect to go as long, but that was good <laughs> stuff. I, was, I, I appreciate it. Um, I was going to get into big brother, but let's do that next time for now. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about Mortal Kombat 2, but let's wait till the trailer drops tomorrow. And it's going to be the best trailer in the history of trailers, just because we're going to record it and wrap this up tonight. Who are your nominees, fellas, for dummies of the week? Dave, you want to go first? As always. As always. Yeah. Okay. So, as we have, a lot of you guys haven't seen, we don't talk about our usual DC and all the other uh, CW shows. So we, we branched out a lot on to our, our TV view. One of mine has been a show called Married at First Sight. <laughs> I did. I, I, was you, laughing like you guys weren't on. We'd, we'd have been on reality shows all day. So this one is uh, my dummy of the week is uh, for this season, one of the contestants uh, named Chris. When Chris came on, he said, hey, uh, I want to make some honeymoon babies. And he told this to everybody within earshot of the groom, I mean, the bride. And he was going for some honeymoon babies. He was going to make a legacy. Jace, I think it's important to explain the concept of married at first sight. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, the people, the first time they actually meet each other is literally at their wedding. They say, hey, how you doing? I'm I'm going to now be your your bride or groom. It, it, that's it. Yeah, husband or wife, this is where we are. And you got eight weeks to figure out if it's really a match made in heaven. Well, the girl who got Chris did not get a match made in heaven. <laughs> she got the turds of the turds of the turds. Because man, man, Chris, again, said, hey, I'm trying to make some honeymoon babies. And basically, one of his worst lines was, I need a submissive freak is my wife. So later, the first time he meets her, he tells her this ridiculous. And then the kicker of last week's show. He's got, he, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, here, here's the other thing. Oh, yeah, I used to have a fiance, like, you know, it's June and February, but I'm, I'm ready. So they actually get to the honeymoon, and then he gets a call and say, hey, guess what? New wife of two days. So that was my ex-fiance called. She's pregnant. You want to stick around and hang out with me for eight more weeks before you know this is trash? Mm. And, it's like, and then every now and then he has, I mean, he's, he's an emotional guy. So he's, you know, sad that everybody's not supporting him. The fact that he's got, you know, baby mama on the way. And they're, they're actually supporting his wife way more than him. What the heck is wrong with them? <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, okay, it is an do, do you think you want to stick around? And, and to her credit, she's a she's a good Christian woman. It's just like, I know God has a plan for this. But, I mean, it's almost like if another shoe drops, lady, I'm going to need you to say, I am gone. <laughs> or you're going to be my dummy of the week. Yeah, you, you, I hate to say this. If this, you stick around way, way more time than uh, the folks in D.C. after Zach decided he was peacing out. Right. Uh, Mandy, yeah. 
you you hit because Chris is just like, why aren't they supporting me as much? Because you know it's hard out here. You know, <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> why did why can't they support me? <laughs> hey, hey, you know we got you. I don't really want to talk to you about this. What the heck am I supporting you for, you loser? Oh, man. Right now, though, after that, Mr. Chris is my dummy of the week. Indeed. I will I will second that nomination. I, I don't have another choice that's better than Chris. Gunner, do you have one? I mean, not really one. I'm just going to throw out anybody in charge of Texas Energy Power Grid. What the <laughs> hell? Why? I mean, you know, it's all the, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag. It's definitely like um, certain laws and regulations. Certain Republicans just saying, "Oh, deal with it" or whatever. Uh, you know, Perry's talking like, "Oh, we were trying to keep the feds out." What? People ain't got power because your grid sucks. And so when you get a cold snap, because you know Mother Nature, global warming or not, Mother Nature might just be like, "Hey, snow tonight." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Global warming or not, this is what's going to happen, right? Like, so why would you – I mean, and then let's be clear. In the heat, the antithesis will happen, power. So I, I just don't understand. I do understand. There's a lot of angles here. Um, but the fact that this is happening, I blame it on greed. I blame it on – it's not even renewable energy because they can't do anything. They ain't no windmills. Well, windmills are frozen, right? So, so I mean, you know what I mean? It, it, it's just mm-hmm. such a cluster. I'm sorry, dude. Such a clusterfuck that you can't really point fingers, but everybody's pointing fingers and not solving the problem, and people are dying. <laughs> like, just like COVID. So, I, it's, I just, I just can't. I just can't with this whole like, this is our grid. You know, we have, a, we're independent. That whole mentality down there is ridiculous. I was checking on my family and friends. People seem to be cool. It's just they got stories to tell. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand how this can possibly still happen in the United States and it's not the Great Depression era. Like, what in the hell? So, that you was know a- another sad piece of that, Gunner? The- you have an alarming number of people who are inadvertently killing themselves because they're lighting their grills in their houses or Sitting in their yeah. cars in the garage because they, they they're trying to heat themselves. Yeah, because they've never done, they haven't, haven't gone through this before, right? They haven't you know gone I mean? through this. Yeah, right. So they're like, oh, let's just do this. And you know, when I was in Atlanta, I saw some hilarious things. Nothing like this, but some hilarious things. When we had an ice storm, we were trying to dig each other out the ice, canning two trucks together, and you know the inevitability of that. <laughs> you know, that kind of hilariousness. And but this was like. Yo, okay, you're unprepared, but first of all, why are you unprepared? I mean, you're governing people. It, it's such a clusterfuck. I'm sorry. It's just a lot of, I know it's a lot of factors involved, and none of those factors are doing the right thing, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. So so all of that is a dummy of the week, all of that, that whole state. Chief, how about you? Uh, we're going to go. We're gonna take Gorilla Glue Girl for five hundred over here. Uh, you're gonna make another comeback this week. <laughs> I don't. I don't. We <laughs> the shiny uh, tortoise shell head she had and couldn't penetrate it uh, with the comb. I don't. You know. I don't even know what people. 
And then the funny thing is, after that, it became a Gorilla Glue challenge where other people started gluing things with Gorilla Glue and sticking it on themselves to see if it was actually Gorilla Glue held like that. So, yeah, Gorilla Glue girl and then everybody else who came after that. Gluing Dutch cup, Dutch cups, solo cups to your lips and stuff. So yeah. that's that's my that's my dummy of the week. That's that's a good choice. Watch Oh my god. Why should we just take a word for it? That's the example. We'll need to we'll need to put this in the further test Let me check. All right, I got I got two. Um well well this is three because of who's involved. Uh number one, Riffraff and Takashi six nine. Because if they do pull off this boxing match, um I I no, I'll say this. I reverse that. It's not them, it's anybody who's interested in seeing this. I know people hate Takashi Six Nine and they hate Rick Rat. And if they were to do this little boxing event, this would probably be on pay per view for like fifty, sixty bucks a pop to watch the spectacle, right? But these two, these two guys are hated in the, in, in the community, right? They, they hate it. People will pay to see it, but that's jokes on you because you're actually putting money in their pockets, and they won't go away if you do this. Stop looking. It'll go away if you stop looking. So anybody who's showing any interest in that, the millions of people who are chiming in and trying to get this to be a real thing, stop doing it. Let this let this die. Let this go away. Um, my other is going to be Lil Bow Wow, because for some reason he thinks people are interested in him joining the WWE. And, oh, God, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Hey, I forgot about that. Who was my, who was my man, Cornswoggle? What was his name? Cornswoggle. Yeah, we don't need another. We don't need black corn swaggle, man. We good. We had that. They did the. They did the short man angle. We don't need another. One. That's that's my. Why did I miss that, bro? Just. <laughs> I don't know if I say you missed it, bro. <laughs> Who's your last one, King? Uh, I I, I want to say that's it, Jeff. Um, or that and anybody like. The last two or three years, we've had young black students come out of high school that have like dozens of college scholarships that they're at, 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 at being offered to them, and we have people who are actually saying disparaging things about these kids, and not even in a joking manner, a manner, but it's like. Uh, what was the one I heard? This last young lady, people were saying, "Well, she's taking up space for other students." It's like, no, she's not, because they're making scholarship offers. This is not how this works. They, they, the school makes an offer of a scholarship. They extend it off of a scholarship, and it's up to the student to accept it. It's not, and she's not taking anything from anyone. She earned what she's being offered. Hey, she Javon, she's it. taking up all those, all those rooms. Yeah, I bet she is. I bet she is. Here's the thing. If you don't want to see that happen, do something about it, like, you know, do better. Or... <laughs> Instead of, you know, instead of being upset with this young lady for being uh, uh, offered all of these scholarships, why don't you acknowledge that this kid is doing something right? This kid's doing something amazing here. It's not often that we see that kind of academic achievement where 50 to 60 of the top universities in the country are offering this kid a scholarship. That, that, that kudos. Give her a congratulations instead of trying to show. 
uh, 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 shame her because she's so-called taking something away from somebody. She's taking away nothing from anybody. She earned what she got. Maybe you're mad because you didn't earn nothing you had. Easy to hate, Javon. Easy to hate. All right. Well, fellas, thank you as always. This was a very fun show. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about next week because there was just too much to get in on The Bachelor. And, yeah, hopefully y'all can spend a couple of days watching Married at First Sight so we can talk about our boy Chris because he is TV podcast gold. All right. Thank y'all for rolling with me as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.